We are live. I saw you were all amped up on the Jerry Callahan podcast, so have you had your nice warm glass of milk before your nap <laughs> here for the next hour? What is that supposed to mean? You know, you know damn well what it means. <laughs> oh, if this is the free episode, folks, uh, you're missing out, because on the Patreon there's some wackiness happening back here. We'll get to that in a couple minutes, but I figure first... Um, I just finished listening to uh, today's Kirk Minahan show, so I said address that first and foremost. I mean, you guys know that typically uh, in matters like this, I figure might as well wait till Monday when I'm on, or Tuesday, whenever I'm on next. Um, because if I'm going to say something dumb by accident, I'd rather say it on air and get crucified for it and not have it loom over me for a whole weekend. <laughs> but my basic take is this, because people were like, I saw people on Twitter like, uh, oh, Mike should have defended Chris Moore or something, which a, am I going to jump in front of the door? No, you you sit back down, soldier. You're not leaving your post. (laughs) Give him some inspirational talk. But the main reason I was, I do kind of like uh, get annoyed by that stuff. And it's the same thing that annoyed me about Harrison is that like, you know, for all the shit I get about having uh, no initiative or not trying and what have you is that uh, say what you will about me, but I show up for shit. You know, I always make sure I'm there. They say the number one, number one job of success is showing up. So I'm at least doing that. And that's why it frustrates me when people like, you know, Chris will, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I think he's half kidding, but it'll take a shot like, uh, oh, Mike's never going to leave or whatever. It's like, yeah, but I show up when I'm asked. I think that's a big opportunity. It doesn't matter if I've been on there for a month or a year or three years, I still think it's important to show up. So when I'm able to, I'm finally comfortable with uh, when I'm in Florida saying I won't be able to make it this week. But other than that, like if it's at all possible for me to get in, I, I get in because I think it's important. So the only thing that bothered me is not having any kind of excuse and then saying like, well, why don't you just switch days with Mike and being like, ah, I don't know. So that's, the main reason I wasn't, uh, you know, cr- crazily defending him or anything. Does that make sense? Makes sense. You, uh, you have commenters of anything to add before we move on? No, I just I, like I said. I'll talk. Mo- I'm sure if they ask me about it, I'll talk about it on Monday. But I'm glad there was a uh, like I would have put money that he was going to be in there today. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Well, he said to his credit. I guess he said he would come in, but. Sure. Sounds like Kirk was not having it. And then my one other uh, KMS note. I've not completely, I'm, I'm still got a half hour left or something. But uh, my one other note from KMS is <laughs> it really tickled me. Uh, Tim from Canton called in. Did he? And he had some observation that I didn't, I didn't uh, fully grasp, but he was comparing me to Gabe Kapler, like wanting <laughs> Jerry's attention or something. He was making some big point. And then he ended it with, Really, it all just comes back to the Vegas shooting. <laughs> and that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are, those are my notes from the program today. Now. I'm not very far into it right now. Now we have to get some, uh, you know, important in-house matters here. Because I have been made to look like a buffoon yet again. You know, as if I don't do it enough on my own. But oh, well, let me start by asking you this. Uh, and I'm asking the listeners because Craig won't tell me. Mm-hmm. Do I have any dicks drawn on my face today? No. Is, is Craig wearing his I'm with stupid T-shirt? <laughs> What's happening that I can't see that's making a goddamn fool out of me on the screen right now? <laughs> I, was, I was talking to uh, Matt from Rhode Island about this today. Yeah, I was like... Of course, Mike's blind, so it just looks doubly evil. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I put a poll up, patreon.com slash blindmike. You can uh, answer the poll question of was this pure idiocy or 
complete sabotage. Yeah, I would. And the fans leaning heavily towards sabotage, it seemed. Yeah, no, I would never do anything like that on purpose, you know. Uh, So Craig votes idiocy. I think that would be pretty stupid, you know, to promote something, some other show, especially purposely. The, uh, well, and then this guy, (laughs) this this fucker tweets from the Jerry Callahan show account, praising himself. (laughs) You think that was me? (laughs) For doing it. Of course it was you. That was the golden goose Graham. It was not. The only time I've ever tweeted from that show is when the show's up every day. That's it. Mm, I don't know. Folks, we'll put a new poll up today. Do you <laughs> buy this line of bullshit? I can call Graham if you want. Uh, no, I have said. So this was a legitimate thing. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, maybe I should get more mad at these people, but I wasn't genuinely mad at Craig. But I did reach out to Matt from Rhode Island to see if he would be able to start doing once a week because it seems like Craig is over with the men as responsibility. So I was wondering if we start alternating the people. And then when Craig can do two shows a week, he will. Well, I can't. I just fucked up the background once. Well, it's a, it's a culmination. <laughs> You've been plotting this for some time now. This is just your big, this was D-Day. <laughs> You're giving me way too much credit. as like an evil. <laughs> this was just your final humiliation. <laughs> you know, you waited. What you really did is waited until uh, all the, the, you know, the Twitter trolls start p- calling me a liberal cuck. <laughs> and you said, now is the perfect time to strike. I'm going to promote Jerry Callahan. So all the people that are leaving Mike, fleeing from his, uh, you know, snowflake podcast will know to join us over at uh, the GCP, as he always calls it. It's a show. It's a show. Whatever. It's not a podcast. <laughs> that, was, that crushed, that crushed uh, Cullen in when Carano switched it from podcast to show. I remember it was a, a fine, yeah, the final nail in the coffin of Cullinane's era. I remember him being very like sad about it. I was like, "What's the difference?" It was an odd, it was an odd move. <laughs> it wasn't a drastic enough name change to. Uh, you're right. Well, well, hold on one second for the you know any uh, freebies listening. If you don't know what happened, um, I guess I should have said that before I ranted about it. Uh, well, I'm a great broadcaster. <laughs> um, oh, and that's what I meant to say too, <laughs> is that. Uh, like, would I have kicked Chris out? Probably not. But that's also why the listeners to this program are named uh, Kirk 5K and Steve's grandma. <laughs> it's hard to go in the chat right now and uh, f- find a non-Kirk reference. So the man knows his entertainment is what I would say about that aspect of it. We got Chef Lewis, Kirk 5K, Cameo Blind Mike, uh, yep. and okay. Pelvic Concussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 75%. Well, actually 50-50, because technically, no, 75%, because that's still a Kirk joke. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, so if you guys missed it, uh, Craig, what we're doing, not not even the Blind Mike Project, where, hey, we have fun, we get wacky here, we're silly, we're, you know, the silly goofs are done. On the real important show, why uh, are you laughing? Um, hold, I'm on, sitting here, hold, hold on, hold on, sit- hold on. What? We have uh, a breaking Clemmer tweet. It's a goodbye tweet. If you what? want, if you want to get into this before we, uh, oh well, let me hear it. I suppose. Uh, I'm so appreciative of Kirkman for giving me a chance to be on my favorite podcast for a year. I really hope they pick up another fan for the Thursday slot. It's such a great experience, and I'm forever grateful. At least you don't need to see me get out of that chair again. Interesting. Hmm. If I, if I were a betting man, I would place on Kirk deeming that passive aggressive, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out Monday. We'll find out. Sure will. Um, 
Now, this uh, sabotage, right? That we were that we were discussing. I'm sitting here like a rube, thinking nothing's wrong in the world. We're recording. Why are you laughing? And I got to tell you. I'm a little nervous about this episode because I thought we're doing something kind of different. I don't want, you know, I'm always afraid of people bitching about it and that sort of thing. So I was like, ah, you know, I was a little nervous, nervous about it. It's the canceling of Jamie Kilstein. So go watch it. It, it is up. Um, so you can go watch it or listen to it now. But, uh, and the other thing was I, I was, you know, I don't, I don't say these things out loud, but in my mind, I was complimentary of Craig. Because uh, my other concern was that Craig was going to be his typical, you know, alpha bro character, which would have been obnoxious in this episode. And he was very understated. He was very subtle in this episode. I thought he did a very good job. Little did I know, he was lulling me into a false sense of security <laughs> by performing well on the air, only to fucking just sideswipe me with a Jerry Callahan graphic. I mean, and... The words Jerry Callahan, I don't think you could have fit any more times on the screen. They were all over the place. Sure couldn't. It was, the, it was his new background. <laughs> it was littered with Jerry Callahan's all over. They may have well had the dancing Callahan's shuffle by <laughs> as I'm putting on this stupid show. And, uh, you know, thank God for the gearheads. Because uh, I'm foolish enough to trust Craig's work that I don't check these things necessarily when they go up. Mm. But uh, the gearheads alerted me to it. Thank God. Very swiftly, by the way. Yeah. I, uh, of course, too, because I was at work when um, we recorded it. So I did that. I left my stuff here because I was like, I don't have anything to worry about tonight. I don't have, I'm not recording anything at home. And literally as soon as I sat on my couch, you're like, is this real? <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I was like, obviously it's a joke. This guy photoshopped. <laughs> It's all the, it's it's literally processing right now, and the only people that will ever have seen it are patrons. Yeah, well, that's the kind of thing you get at Patreon.com/slash/BlindMikeFolks. The kind of you know salacious stuff we have going on back here. <laughs> so uh, thanks to Matt from, from Rhode Island, or as we call him here, my guy, Matt from Rhode Island, yeah. my number one guy yeah. for uh, fixing that. I'd been great if he went in. And I had the background correct. And he went in and fucking just did that. <laughs> that would be great. Then he'd be hired. I'd respect him. <laughs> I'd, I'd give him all the Patreon money. Yeah. Here you go. I don't need money. It's all yours. Um, speaking of it, are we, are we still recording this weekend? Sunday, if that's all right with you. Yeah. I just need. Uh, Is Mike in? Yes. 10. Oh, a, thank goodness. 10 a.m. Shit. That reminds me. I have to put a couple episodes together. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my next thing was clips. <laughs> yeah, I will get those to you ASAP. <laughs> um, all right, so I think that was all the stuff I had to address, right? Before we get into, I don't know, news or whatever bullshit. I think so. Um, a couple of comedy things real quick. Uh, was I mentioned on the episode of Why You Laughing... But uh, Bo Burnham had a very funny sketch. He put out an hour of content from a special that I've praised a lot, Inside, that came out a year ago. Mm -hmm. And he just put out an hour of outtakes, which, like, some were good. Some were, like, I'm kind of glad that he cut. But it was all very interesting. Um, but the one that got the most attention is he had a sketch in there. It's uh, the Bo Burnham podcast hosted by Bo Burnham and Bo Burnham. And it's just Bo Burnham talking to himself, like he did the duplicate, you know, it's two guys talking, but they're both him. And it's, uh, 
they're just bitching about cancel culture nonstop. <laughs> and he's like, you can't say anything anymore. <laughs> and it's a, it, all the cliche say cliche shit that we say all the time. And it was very funny. It was well done. And now I guess they're attacking him for uh, going after Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> it's like, I mean, there's elements of it. Like he mentions like UFC fighting and shit. Yeah. There's elements of it that are course, of course, making fun of, Rogan and Brendan Schaub, but it's not them individually. It's like a culmination of all those guys. He's basically saying there are a lot of these guys that do this to the point where you know exactly who I'm talking about when I do this impression. Sounds like um, Kalila. A little bit. Attack, just making up things. It doesn't sound like her at all. What are you talking about? well, no, she she she'll uh, subtly hint to things and be like, I don't know how anyone could draw a line between me saying that and it being about you. Mm, I suppose, I suppose. But this was like, I don't think Bo Burnham would say. I don't know how anyone can draw the comparison. But my point is, it's not a direct shot at Rogan, at you know Louis J. Gomez, at Brian Callen, at Shaw, at whoever. It's making fun of that the same way that we would make fun of fucking, uh, I don't, I don't even know who a liberal podcast is anymore. So I'll go with Ellie Schnitt, you know, whoever H three H three. Oh yeah. Are they super liberal? I don't even really know them. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Of course they are. I know that. Big I time. do know that. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. And then, uh, in the, <laughs> in the other direction, uh, Anthony Cumia has been up to his old tricks. <laughs> is there backstory to this? Um, I don't really know. So I think basically I know Gina Bisconti, uh, who is a member of Anthony Cumia's network compound media. Yep. Just like uses the N word all the time. Frivolously all the time. I I would never be caught dead going on one of his shows. (laughs) Well, I did. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. Okay. (laughs) That was was the joke. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the nice thing about that is it's behind a paywall and apparently no one can ever find it. So, <laughs> um, I, I know there was an incident like a month ago where Sarah J, a porn star. Isn't that a, uh, nope. Thinking of a different one. Yeah. Um, she was on one of their shows and Gina was on, and I guess he kept using the N word and she was like, Hey, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, she was, why are you doing that? And said she was offended by it or whatever. And so he kept doing it and she walked off the show. Mm-hmm. So that's the only catalyst that I'm aware of. I I can't recall Kumia ever directly saying it. That's the interesting thing is I don't, I mean, I can think of instances where he has, but I don't listen to that show enough to know if he even does anymore. Yeah. And when I say enough, I haven't listened in five years. Four yeah. I years. should probably cancel my subscription. I'm just paying for nothing. <laughs> Other than YouTube clips, when they put out shit on YouTube, sometimes I'll take a peek, but yeah. Um, but I still like Anthony and think he's very funny, but I found this very interesting when I stumbled across this clip. So this is Godfrey who, uh, if you're a, why are you laughing fan? We referenced his story a couple weeks ago, uh, about Andy Dick and John Lovitz. Um, a funny guy. I don't know a lot of his work either, but this is somehow Anthony Cumia and Gino Bisconti came up on his radar and this is him talking about them. Is the woman in this Von DiCarlo, by the way? Oh, you know, I don't know. Because it looks, it, it looks like it. That's why, if it is, I'm, I'm like, you know better. Come on. 
I'm not sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Looks like her. Why would I talk about Anthony Cumia? Why would I do that? I'm just talking about him out my ass? No. I was just, he's just, I've known people who have walked out of his, his podcast or whatever because they use the N-word so freeingly. We're not even there. And you're using the N-word. You're nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, nigga that. Him and the Gino dude using nigga all day. Definitely. You know, and I'm like, and I know people who are not black that have walked out and told me, I go, why do they keep doing this shit? I don't understand why we're always brought the fuck up. And then when the real motherfuckers walk in the room, you quiet. I don't get it. You quiet as fuck. You don't say shit when we walk in the room. You mad quiet. What happened? But you want to say that little dick energy bullshit for what? So I'm saying that I'm glad it got to him. Fuck that shit. I'm getting sick of this shit, man. And we're nice to everybody. We're cool with everybody. Thinking like, oh, I like this guy. And then you, nah, 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 nah. but you didn't say that shit when I was right there. Punk. Well, I don't know the ex- exactly what you said or what he said. Oh, but I, I do feel like. I think that I is her. This is a two minute. It's like a 30 second version. So I kept waiting for it to stop. Oh. <laughs> um, so the only reason I brought this up is because you and I uh, sometimes will reference Anthony's Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's bad. He's constantly creating, citing crime statistics. Mm-hmm. So the only reason I'm bringing this clip up is what really bothered me. Not bothered me, but where I was like, Anthony, come on, man. So Anthony's response to this, I couldn't find a decent version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but his response was, he's like, you know. I got fired from Sirius XM for saying, uh, you know what? This is going to get clipped. <laughs> Anthony got fired for saying that the black community uh, has a propensity to jump to violence. And um, so Anthony's response to this was like, see? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Von DiCarlo, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's yeah, like, come, it's like fucking come on. You know how Patrice and Anthony were. Right. Yeah, Speak I know. Up. That's true. But you know what? I heard uh, um, someone was talking about George Car- the George Carlin documentary, which I still have not watched because I've heard mixed reviews about it. I've heard but, more things about it. Um, someone brought him in. So I guess Judd Apatow kind of like predicts what George Carlin would be saying you know, about the the uh, January 6th and stuff like that. You'd probably love it. And I think it was Jim Norton talking about this. And Norton said, like, you have no idea. what. Don't inject what you think George Carlin would say about this because he might be on your side or he might be on the opposite side or more likely he would have a take that we haven't thought of yet. He notoriously hates and that's what government. I think about guys like Patrice and Carlin and shit. When people are like, "Oh, he would have been th- thought this about this," we we have no fucking idea, really, because they're pretty unique minds, right? Right. But yeah, Von De Carlo, we could probably do an episode of Why are You Laughing on. I would love that. But uh, but yeah, I just thought it was funny that Anthony's like, "See, they're all violent." <laughs> that, that's very funny. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Godfrey's going to whoop his ass the next time Anthony goes to the comedy cellar or what, but. Man, he must have pissed Vaughn off because you, I would, I would have just assumed she would have defended him. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. And the other interesting thing is like Godfrey's podcast is on the Gas Digital Network. Mm-hmm. And it's like, have you ever watched Legion of Skanks? You ever <laughs> heard? It out pretty, yeah. pretty liberally. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet that Big J and Dave Smith say it more than Gino. And Akumia do. Possibly. I don't know. It's probably a close race. (laughs) Well, if you take, if you take 
Gino out, it's not even close. Yeah, if you take Gino out, that's a, this Gino guy's a madman. He, he was very nice to me, but <laughs> they were pl- they they thought you were the, like the wrong Mike Geary at first or something. Yeah, <laughs> they thought it was the guy. There's a Mike Geary. Like a I, think search, I think if you search Mike Geary, it's like an abs guy. <laughs> like, a, like a fitness guy, which is the most insulting part of all of it. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, along those same lines, staying in the, kind of the comedy world, um, fucking your boy, Shank Uger, is up to his old tricks. Comedy world? I'm oh. old because of Rogan. Oh, okay. I was like, um, so I saw, I retweeted Michael Malice this morning. Yeah. Who said there has never been someone more thirsty for a response than Shank Uger praying that Joe Rogan acknowledges him. He needs it. He thinks he, he has this guy is tweeting. He's, he's challenging Rogan to fights, you know, like he's, he's, he's doing everything he can to get Joe Rogan to notice him and is not working. So there was some clip going around that where Rogan says, uh, Rogan declares himself a liberal and, uh, I don't exactly know when this clip started circulating, but I uh, can tell you it was a slow news day because uh, the tabloids that wrote about this just clipped Joe Rogan saying something he said 10,000 times and been like, here's the news today. (laughs) But yeah, Rogan said like, um, you know, he goes, I don't know where the idea that I'm this right winger comes from. I'm a liberal and I say it all the time. I'm a liberal, blah, blah, blah. So uh, Chank Uger reacts to this again, praying that Daddy Rogan notices him. I love that right wingers and exclusively right wingers keep telling me how left wing Joe Rogan is at. Well, so excuse me, at Joe Rogan is thirsty. Yeah, right, of course. <laughs> uh, then how come he doesn't have any left wing fans? Not true. Uh, <laughs> it's completely not true. <laughs> right wing thinks if you're not a certifiable lunatic on every issue, you must be a left winger. But that's not how it works. Rogan has the most diverse like uh, catalog of guests. Oh, I know. And not even not even like politically. Like he has fucking hikers on and <laughs> like people you wouldn't even think to care about. You know, hikers yeah, hi- hikers are typically uh, right wing lunatics. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You know, they I don't go, know anything about them. I'm just saying they go hiking. Like people I wouldn't think of as political. They go hiking. They love granola bars and, and peace and oh, IPAs. Left wing. You mean. <laughs> no, I know. I was being sarcastic. I got you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think it's funny. These guys that are like so insistent that Joe Rogan is a right winger. And the man himself is like, ah, I'm really not. And they're like, he's lying. <laughs> Him having him going on his show and saying, I endorse Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he's had Tulsi Gabbard on and Bernie and uh, Andrew Yang. Right. All these staunch, you know, right wing lunatics. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. And the other thing is like, so Chank is saying, why won't Rogan admit he's a right winger? If you ask Tucker Carlson if he leans right, I think he'd say yes. If you ask Sean Hannity, if he leans right, I think he'd say yes. You would probably know this. If you ask Jerry Callahan, if he leans right, would he, would he agree with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a snowflake. <laughs> you go. Uh, so these guys that are right wingers agree with it because it's what they believe. It's just not what Joe Rogan believes. And you want him to so badly. It's so weird. Yeah, Definitely. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to. I'm going to ask Jerry that at one point. Like, hey, Jerry, do you think you uh you uh lean left, and then yes. he'll, just, he'll just fire me <laughs> like, on air. <laughs> I'll be at the Pride Parade this weekend. He might be. He goes to everything in Boston now because he can walk to oh, it. Oh, really? Man loves a parade, huh? He was at uh, he was at some. It was like a month ago or something. He was at some um, trans rally for something. He was walking by, and there was like people in drag stripping in the. What are you? <laughs> 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 Oh, hey, Roscoe's in the chat. He he trash you and he says, oh, here we go. Mike trashing right wingers again. Do you know who Cenk Uger is, Roscoe? Cenk Uger is the most liberal guy and he's shitting on Joe Rogan. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Oh, that's the other thing I meant to mention at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you bashed Corona. Was that a long segment on Jerry's program or no? Uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh, really? You got into that that much? Dude, today was nice. We did mostly uh, Celtics and Carano talk. What a combo. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys, how was it discussed? Did you break down the podcast? or No, nah, we just played the song, really. And oh, okay. The, yeah. What was Jerry's diagnosis? I did not have time to listen. Oh, I, I couldn't listen. It's on the paywall, right? <laughs> the song sucks. <laughs> the song, what, what, was, what was your thought on the song? Me? Yeah. Uh, it was done well. Okay. All right. Good. Because I was going to say, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, well, you can't, it's hard to criticize the song. Oh yeah. No, it was, it was definitely that done makes well. a lot of great points. I'm just still curious as to uh, why I was the. <laughs> yeah, that's very weird. So that, and I admit we probably touched on it the other day. I can't tell if that's like purely him trying to be funny or there's some, deep-seated hatred of you like Dude, he called- my, my thought is the reason i say is him trying to be funny is i think you would uh agree you're probably a very easy target yeah <laughs> so just being mean to you is a good way for him to get everyone on his side and be like ah fuck craig you know yeah um so that was my thought i don't know if it's even really about you as much as like trying to play to the audience he's looking for i you saw know? that and then i realized like i was unfollowed on everything and I was like, all right. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, weird. So my theory, my theory has to be that he thinks I'm the one that leaked the info. Well, I guess I technically was, but I wasn't the one that told me. Not <laughs> a big leak. <laughs> About the, uh, well, no, no, actually, I'm <laughs> lying. Fucking Watergate. I'm lying. What happened was we did that intern show on, on uh, Locals when Jerry was out one day, and uh, they were talking about the emails. Yes. And how the show emails were gone. And I was just fucking around being like, yeah, Corano sabotaged the show or something. Right, right. right I was right. blatantly joking, though. Yeah. <laughs> but that resulted in, like, Graham getting a phone call. And <laughs> Now, the thing I would say, that my, my one question would be, um, you said the other day, you were like, finally, I can admit I hate that. I don't like the guy. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't. I don't. I would never hang out with him. Yeah. Um, Why couldn't you I say think- that before, though? Well, he never gave me a reason to. I'm not going right. to just like... I, I mean, I'm not even shitting on you because I'm the same way, but I'm just asking from your Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I think he can be... He's very sensitive, which uh, I don't necessarily care for. And I don't know. He... he 
I don't I don't know how to word, word what I'm thinking. Well, he, that's clear to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So was, um, he. I don't know. He had like this better than attitude. I didn't really give a shit about. Right. Um, not towards me, but I saw it towards others. Yeah. And but uh, I know what you mean. There, so. Uh, um, that was interesting too. Cause that came up with uh Chris sort of and my stance on it was kind of like, so I have a buddy, the comparison I always use is uh, I had a buddy in high school who we were in like the same friend group, but I always, I was not a big fan. Um, cause it seemed like he wasn't a fan of me or not. I, I just didn't like the cut of his jib. There were certain things he did that I didn't like. Oh, the biggest fucking thing that I was like, shut the fuck up. Was okay. saying uh, he discovered Kirk writing columns on EEI. No, you did not. No, you didn't. Uh, I don't know. I heard him. I heard Kirk on weekends. That's different than finding him as a writer on their website before that. I, I suppose, yeah. Or at least you're saying that makes you, you want to be a little more high-minded. So you say, I found his writing then yeah, as opposed to his that, listening. Nothing. I don't believe anything he says. I got you. Uh, okay, well, that's different then, because the point I was going to make is, like, I had a buddy who, you know, there were certain things about him that bothered me, mm-hmm. and then eventually, um, it got to the point where it was like, well, he, we're in the same group of friends, we hang out all the time, and, like, it dawned on me, I was like, oh, you know what, this is who that this guy is. Right. He's not intentionally being this way. Mm-hmm. I just can't expect him to be any different. You know what I mean? Like, he was a guy who... Uh, like he would, you know, he was a chiseler with money and things like that. Yeah. That w- and so that would, that would always frustrate me until I was like, you know what? That's just how he is. So expect that if you're going to deal with that situation or maybe, you know, don't have him involved. If there's something that's going to bother you. But other than that, he's not a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I think of those guys. I've, I've never had like a personal problem with them. Right. Uh, this, like I said, the song was, I was like, all right. <laughs> You made some very homophobic remarks today. No. Wildly homophobic. No. Yes. Oh, you should have heard the things he was using that Dave didn't clip. Dave did you a favor. I wait, what did and I? F this and fucking pull uh, smoker that and you know, Jesus. I did say a few things, but uh yeah, there's there's a guy in the chat right now named Pelvic Concussion. They work quickly. They do. This one guy, I think, changes his name every time he's in here. Ah, okay. All right. I think he's just like an up-to-date guy. It better not be box-eating dad, because I've no. told him, I've reprimanded him for this multiple times. You got a good name. Stick with it. Kid. No, he, he's in here. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, that this buddy of Mike's voted for Bush. Mike never talked to him again. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this coming from? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, I just ripped Shank Uger, for God's sake. <laughs> By the way, I, I found out last night <laughs> that Steve Kerr's son is named Nick. Are you sure you didn't fall for a joke? No. There's no way that's true. No. I looked at, I mean, I didn't like thoroughly look it up, but I saw it. Uh, I, I looked up on, <laughs> I looked it up on Twitter. <laughs> Nicholas Kerr? Yeah. I don't Does say. Does he go it. by Nicholas? I don't know. He better. <laughs> I mean, how do you not pick up on that, Steve? I mean, I have no idea. Let me let That's me not true, let it? me double check right now before. I- yeah, please. <laughs> Although you were right about Bob Saget's sister, 
That is <laughs> insane. You know, and I assume that you were fed a lot of bullshit on that one. So. Okay, the, I typed in Steve Kerr in all the things that pop up is son, uh, son name. <laughs> so, all right. Let's see. But all these people may have been duped into buying the same rumor you did. Yeah. So you're saying Steve Kerr could have named his son on the Anthony Cumia show. So his name, his name is Nick, but he does not go by Nicholas. <laughs> Boy. Holy shit. If he ever did anything, like I could, I, even if, if he reached out to me and said, Mike, I would like to be your co-host and send me an audition tape and it blew me away. I'd be like, listen, man, I can't have you. I, I am afraid to say your name. <laughs> Your your name can't have you. On. Your name is Jake now. Like <laughs> you're just changing your name. <laughs> Boy, that's wild, isn't it? I saw that last night. It was like a, a Stephen A. Smith parody account or something, and it was like, hmm. and it just said the balls it takes to say Steve Kerr's son's name on television. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really separate that. Yeah, take a long pause. <laughs> I'm too. If, for, I, if, uh, if Van Gundy's dropping that one on the broadcast, yeah, I, I, I imagine he treads lightly. So, so everyone was talking about Stan Van Gundy sounding like shit the other day, and they're like, "Oh, he must have COVID." Turns out he did. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, while uh, we're speaking of names, this is probably a good segue to uh, get to one of the clips I sent you. Can we get to a nickname that Jim Kitty Cat? <laughs> Uh, Jim Cott, former Yankees broadcaster, I guess is now doing twins games. Well, for now, <laughs> it struck me. He said this with such ease that I thought he, I've assumed this is like the millionth time he's said this name. Um, uh, so I don't know who this player is. Chester something for the twins. Nestor. Oh, Nestor. I'm sorry. The Nestor. Pitcher. Yes, that's, that's right. But I did have a friend named Chester. Uh, his last name was Chester and we would call him the, that. Okay. When we were like in well, third grade. Well, let's see what he calls old old Nestor on the twins. But this is not like uh, is you know this is not a uh, Tom Brenneman situation. No, no. He, he knew the mics were on. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is what he calls Nestor. That favorite pitcher being kind of like Devin Smeltzer, Nestor the molester, Nestor Cortez. Man, he is fun <laughs> to watch. <laughs> and that's where it proves to you that this is just a guy of a different age. Yeah. Because he's like, you hear him like, he's fun to watch. And I just gave him a fun nickname. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> now, was there ever a time where that didn't mean Nestor the kid fucker? <laughs> like, is there a time that Jim Cott could have grown up in? Oh, where that's not what that means. <laughs> no, see, I think he's just taking old uh, schoolyard insults and it was just like, eh. it's like uh, playing smear the blank. Yeah, maybe it's just so. Yeah, like he didn't even re think of the meaning that it had. He just said it sort of a thing. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> so Roscoe in the chat says he thought he was at least watching Nestor pitch and he wasn't pitching. He just brought it up out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, you just like saying the name. It's a fun name to say, is it not? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Nestor. Nestor the molester. <laughs> kind of like Devin Smeltzer. Nestor the molester. Nestor Cortez. Man. Yes. That's a fun nickname, isn't it, Mr. Cortez? Nestor the pedophile? <laughs> Nestor the kid diddler? 
<laughs> you know, that old that old nickname, like Sparky. It's kind of like that, where it's always been around baseball. <laughs> Tucker the Kid Fucker. <laughs> Jim Cott sees nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, he wants uh, the fucking pirate stadium to be named Sandusky Field. He's like, why? The guy was a great coach. I don't understand. Oh, uh, it wasn't until the 80s. This is from your boy, the war. Oh, so, oh we should, I wonder how he's feeling today. The warthog. Um, oh, he's got to be. I can't believe he's able to get out of bed. Yeah, I'm, uh, warthog, we're going to need your uh, your thoughts on. <laughs> no, we're terribly sorry for your loss, warthog. Sorry about Chris. He'll never listen again. Hey, he's still a fan of Kirk's. He just says, I don't care for the other guy on that, sh- the, the other sidekick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just still love the idea of you hanging out with one of Chris's best friends now. Yeah. Like, that's just. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Warthog says it wasn't. I, you, you know what? I should go to lunch with that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, you should go to the game with him. <laughs> he can hang out with the Warthog. We'll have him on this program first. It'll be a, it'll be a whole day. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, but the Warthog says it wasn't until the 80s that molest really shifted from annoy to diddle. Oh, so it's like Nestor the, you know, nuisance. Yeah. Like he's he's wreaking havoc. You know, you're really molesting my uh, personal space. Oh, he is molesting the mound. Right? <laughs> he's, he's molesting the strike zone. He's mol- <laughs> oh, Nestor is really molesting the Orioles tonight. Wow, we don't know what that means. Terry Francona is really molesting the umpire right now. He's really giving it to him. <laughs> Boy, that is weird. <laughs> now, okay, that that is a fair. I'll give that as an excuse for old Kitty Cot. However, I will say it's been about forty years since the eighties, <laughs> so it's a tough one to <laughs> to hang your hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Nestor the molester. Warthog's gone now. We scared him away, I think. Of course he is. Yeah. Crying into his fucking yeah. uh, his 95 Mariner's hat. He's, uh, he, yeah. Uh, well, What's Susan, it? in life, unfortunately, all good things come to an end, he says. That's the great John Sterling. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what did I want to say? Montante going to be the replacement? That's what it sounded like, huh? Yeah, he's a, that's going to be the next Jerry Kirk beef. <laughs> oh, stealing! Uh, <laughs> well, he Montante's actually he. That, do you is that public yet that he works for me? Montante works for you. Yeah, he does our sales. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, I, I would assume Kirk wouldn't have known. I don't think. I didn't know if it was public or not. I. Yeah. I it sounds vaguely familiar now that you're saying it, but I don't think I knew that. No. Yeah, and we are. Uh, we were going to have him on once football starts every Thursday for. Picks. Oh no, because he didn't. He try. I didn't know that because I thought he. I thought Jerry was done with him after he uh, auditioned. Uh, producing. He's going to come on and just do uh, gambling stuff. Um, Interesting. Once football starts, I think he'd be good. I think he'd be fucking good with Kirk. It'll be interesting to see. He was, he, I remember him. He was funny on that phone call, wasn't he? I forget. He played along. I, I, I know but like a lot of people don't like, he, he, I like him a lot. He's a good dude. Well, like I said, we'll talk about it Monday for God's sake. That's Who true. Cares crank things, you know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, oh, so now 
Now we're going to rile your boy Roscoe in the chat up. Oh, he's in here. He's riled. Because we're going to get to this Pizza Hut business. You know, old wacky liberal Mike <laughs> has spouted off at the mouth again. I, I'm crazy. I'm a crazy liberal. <laughs> Moonbat Mike, they call me. <laughs> now, now, now Roscoe. And you fucking maniacs out there. I like Rod. I've, I know I've corresponded with him before. He seems like an all right guy. So I don't know how serious he is. But uh, try and wriggle your way out of this one. Tell me that the people that were attacking, attacking Chick-fil-A were boycotting Chick-fil-A because the owner doesn't, want, uh, doesn't believe in gay marriage. So we're not going to get their fucking chicken sandwich. <laughs> you have to tell me what the difference is between saying uh, Pizza Hut is pushing gay literature. We're boycotting them. Why is it different? They're both crazy, extreme beliefs to me. They're both fucking nuts. So we'll, ma- we'll get to the, uh, the, the book that apparently Pizza Hut is promoting. This has to do with kids, right? Yeah, it's wild. That's, it's, the, that's the difference the, right there. Yeah. Well, so let me tell you this. The idea to me of pushing any sexuality or anything involving sex. Oh, you know what? Here's a perfect example of why this fucking book is crazy. Do you have the clip of that kindergartner that I sent you? It's the uh, myth-informed tweet. Um, I think I sent it to you. Did you text it to me or send Say it? No, DMs. Uh, let me check. I sent you a lot. There's a lot of information to pour through. Um... Hmm. Let's see. That's a kindergartner? Uh, kindergarten teacher. Oh, I thought you said kindergartner. That's why I got confused. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have it. <laughs> All right, let's play that. Okay. Oh, shit. Where is it? All right. Yeah, that makes more sense. So I will play this, and then I just have a very basic question about just kindergarten in general that I don't quite understand. <laughs> I'm probably not the best one to ask. I did it twice. <laughs> one, thing, one theme that I'm thinking a lot about right now is um, I think there's this cultural fear. We see it a lot in, around don't say it, don't talk about privilege. Don't freak the white child out. Um, so because of that cultural fear, it, like in the research that I've done to write the book, I definitely found a level of silence among Sounds like a white parents of white children. Um, so I think, you know, what, what we can do now is really help caregivers understand that helping their white child know the story of resistance and the story of movements of people coming together that is that are always so diverse, but movements that are led by people of color and how do you take a back seat and be quiet and learn? I mean, even that shift, th- those kinds of learnings, that's what I'm really interested in right now is sort of being quieter and helping people of privilege learn how to be a little quieter. Um, and that's, I think that's, a, that's a, going to be a big challenge for us, um, but it's, I think it's important. I think that's a big way to support. So my question is simply like, what happened to like math and spelling? Dude, I have no fucking idea. Why, why are you telling kindergartners any of these things? You shouldn't tell them the op, whatever the opposite of that is. You shouldn't mention that to kindergartners either. Teach them fucking numbers and arithmetic. (laughs) Refine their motor skills. You know, I did. That's what kindergarten is. It's not them being like culturally woke. I didn't have any sort of um, class on the subject until like sixth grade. I think their answer would be maybe that's the problem. 
Yeah, that's the problem. You know, you need to fucking indoctrinate these people. So, dude, kids are like fucking at like age eight now. I don't think it was the problem. <laughs> right. So, yeah, because they're so fucking sexualized. So, my point is, uh, well, I'm guessing you probably agree with me on that. Um, I also think, it, to me, it's equally crazy to be like, well, gay people are sinning, so they can't get married. To me, that's also nuts. And I, to yeah. a lot of people, it isn't. Like, particularly religious people, I think, and I understand that. I think so 90% is, of people don't care if gay people get married. Exactly. But my point is the uh, Chick-fil-A owner at one time, did, probably still does, but has <laughs> kind of given up a little bit. But the problem with Chick-fil-A is that they had extreme beliefs, so people boycotted them, which was really silly because what their job is is to make chicken sandwiches. So Pizza Hut. Delicious chicken sandwiches. Delicious chicken sandwiches. Pizza Hut, while better than Domino's, not the greatest pizza, uh, but not, not terrible. Uh, they're better than Domino's, way better than Papa John's. Well, I think the list of chains might end there that they have beat. But anyways. I like Domino's. Uh, I think they believe something... Also fucking crazy, <laughs> you know, like they're pushing shit onto children that is fucking nuts. And, but I don't care because if those children have parents that don't believe that shit, then it's not really going to affect them. I, I don't, don't care what anyone does. Just leave my kids alone. Right. That's I don't feel like I'm asking a lot. I don't need right. some, uh, you know, turquoise well, so loser is- telling my kids that they used to they were born a man. I knew nothing of my teachers when I was in school, like nothing. I didn't know if they were married. I didn't know shit. So you I don't, shouldn't. I, that's what I'm saying. So I don't need to know that they're banging another guy or something. Who gives right. a fuck? They're fucking five-year-olds. And that's it's funny because my point about like when I was young, you forget like Obama and Hillary Clinton were against gay marriage like 10 years ago. I can like, find a clip of Joe Biden screaming about it right now if you'd like. It's quite all right. All right. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. Screaming. But so it's crazy like how far we've changed. So like when I was a kid... I always used to think like um, the idea of being against gay marriage or whatever, or, or, you know what I, when I really used to think of it is like when you'd see a show where the dad uh, abandons his son, cause he's gay, kicks him out of the house cause he's gay or whatever. And I would always think like, what if he's into like, you know, a dominatrix choking him and calling him a little bitch. Would you ask him about that? The kid? Yeah. Uh, Would you ask your child about that? No. Like, what if you like the fa- What if your you, your sixteen year old son likes a finger in his ass? Will you talk to him about that? How do I find from out, a female? How do I find out this info? Exactly, Craig. You shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> the idea that you care if your kids are who gives a fuck who they're fucking. We shouldn't know about it. I mean, if I like, <laughs> if I walked into, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, picking up laundry. And I'm going right. through all the rooms and I open the door and I'm like, oh, hey, knock it off. You two. <laughs> Maybe I'll, 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 yeah. br- I'd, ha- I'd have to, you know, I don't need a teacher coming in. <laughs> By the way, that- do you see my, do you see my point is like, there's no kink or whatever you want to call it that a parent would be like, get, get out of this home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I walked into my son's room and was just like, ew. <laughs> yeah. You like, uh, I'm trying to think of the always sunny quote where he goes, uh, I like uh, yogurt in my ass, a popsicle stick in my mouth. <laughs> if your kid was in that, would you be like, we're no longer family? Oh, no. No, never know that. So what's the difference between that and having sex with a guy? I've never understood that. I don't think I would, now, you know, take him to a food court, but, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Make sure he's properly nourished. Yeah. My point on the other end of that is like, why if why are you pushing sexuality on them when they're fucking five years old? Like it doesn't I, make any sense. Like this, the instinct to do that is bizarre to me. It's literally the most infuriating thing that me and Jerry talk about. We always find these weirdo kindergarten teachers that are like pissed. They can't talk to the kids about their yeah. personal life. They're like, yeah. if I want to, if I want to share with these kids, what me and my partner do in our spare time, I'm like, I don't fucking want you to teach them how to color. Jesus Christ. Stick to the curriculum. Huh? <laughs> How come my son comes home, he knows every gender that you guys claim there is, but doesn't know how to spell his name? Right. That's the weird thing. So, uh, so what is this book? Did Pizza Hut just, like, tweet this out, or are they actually, like, going around handing it to kids? They sponsor a program which incentivizes kids in pre-K, sixth, pre, yeah, pre-K through, pre-K, dude, not even kindergarten. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, through sixth grade to read books. This week, one of their suggested books is Bigwig, a book about a child who becomes a drag performer. Um, yeah, so I think that's weird to me. And I wouldn't be a big fan of that if I was a parent. Um, I also am not a big fan of, uh, you know, supporting charities that or, or, or causes that try to stop gay marriage. But... I enjoy a nice number two with a a diet Coke. So I I still go to Chick-fil-A, you know? So my point with all that shit is if you were against the Chick-fil-A boycott and talked about how silly these people sound, now you sound just as silly. So keep that in mind. Yeah. You don't agree with me, it sounds like. I just don't like this at all. Like if, if, if the other one doesn't. The point is I agree with you, but the it's allowed to exist. You know? Yeah, I just the kid thing always changes it for me. Um I guess, but I would say in the long run, what's the difference? It's still affecting people's lives. Like I what. like I don't agree with pe- like people not you know, I don't like that people are like, I'm not baking a cake for this person, but that's their right. their right. That's my point. Yeah. So I also you know, choose to, to go wherever I'm going. I, I choose not to have weirdos teach my kids about weird sex things when. Yeah. And my point is, if you don't want to go to pizza hut for that reason, that's totally fine. But like, uh, what was that woman that I quote tweeted? Bridget. Bridget. God damn. Not Bridget Finnessy. Was it from Rocky? <laughs> Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, whoever it was, tweet like you know had this fucking rallying the troops against pizza hut and it's like how do you not realize you're doing the same that you're trying to shut down businesses that you don't agree with that's the same thing as the cancel culture shit that you've been bitching about for 10 years the fuck is wrong with you people let's see uh roscoe bridget gabriel bridget gabriel yeah who's bridget Uh, finnessy why do i know that name i have no idea i never heard it Mm. pizza Hut has gone full woke now we must make them full broke Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's also, like you said, that's also a little much. Keep it to yourself. You're a fucking dork if you go on Twitter and try to try to shut down. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even care if they're like, I'm just not going there again because of this. But it's exactly you you better follow me and put them all on the street. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's probably why I should have said that when we started, maybe. But that's the part I hate. Where it's like, come on, gang, let's rally around shutting down this business <laughs> when we've been against that completely for over a decade now. Yeah, exactly. 
Fucking stupid. Um, all right. Now that I've got that up my chest. Roscoe, have you got anything to say about that? Buster? Um, I'm sure Nestor the molester's parents aren't thrilled. Um, Bridget rules. True. He's saying Bridget rules. She may. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the, the only thing I know about. That's right. Roscoe is a big lib, and he's mad at us for going at libs. Or no. No, he's not. No, he's the opposite. I don't, yes. I don't get Roscoe. You got it. He makes no sense to me. He's an odd guy, but he's a patron, so we appreciate him. Um, and if you also want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash blind Mike. Yeah. How's that sound? Sounds pretty good. Oh, uh, Gearhead merch up, by the way. Gearhead merch is up. Um, we got, I got my sandals on right now, my Gearhead flip-flops. Are they comfortable? They, they are, yes. Um, I'll tell you, I, I'm used to a little stronger band, I'll say that, but I've gotten, I like them. I've gotten used to them. Hmm. Uh, by, them and by the way, people. Um, th- yeah, they are, folks. Oh, they actually look pretty good. Uh, it look we're, we're saying summer merch, and all the shirts appear black. There's like 48 colors of shirt. You can pick whatever you want. Bright, I figured beach uh, wear, you know, all that stuff. If you guys are like me, you're probably leaning towards black. Yeah, <laughs> there's also navy blue. There's red, purple. Yeah. You know, yellow. All, all sorts of fun stuff. Feel free to get whatever color you'd like. But yeah, t-shirts, tank tops, all that stuff. Uh, find our link tree. It's in my bio and all that. Yeah. Do we want to end with a, a fun video? Yes, to we cleanse do. our palate from all that nonsense. I wasn't going to allow anything else. Okay. <clears throat> so I don't even really know what this is. I just found it. Actually, Alba <laughs> sent it to me. It's a terrific find by her then. That's great. <laughs> but how scary. The woman I live with sent this to me and just hasn't mentioned it. She's telling you to clean your act up or she's going towards the ice cream <laughs> she bars. She sent it to me. She sent this to me hours ago. I've seen her multiple times since then. <laughs> Hasn't said a word about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how would you describe that? What's a good way to set this up? Do you think uh, it's perfect? Okay. Um, you don't think it needs any more uh, foreshadowing? How do you set it up? Besides say, just look yeah, at I have the- no idea. Let's just, wa- you know what? You're right. Let's just watch it. 50-year-old Kimberly eats almost nothing but ice cream bars. I get obsessed over the ice cream bars. They caress my throat all the way down to my stomach. It's almost like having a lover. Oh, God, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> she has... That's my favorite part. Oh, God, it's so good. People are fucking weird, man. <laughs> It's almost like having a lover. Oh, God, this is amazing. <laughs> Kimberly eats as many as four. I've watched this so many times now that I've gone through a range of emotions. And now, like, I almost feel bad for the lady because I'm like, how sad does it have to be to get to that point where I'm taking a lover, I'm swallowing ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> She's eating creamsicles. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Everyone's being rude to her in the... Can you imagine how sopping wet this lady must get if she goes into the frozen foods aisle? Oh, my God. If, oh, my God. If God free- forbid. God forbid this place is stocked with Friendly's peanut butter ice cream or something. It, it freezes over. <laughs> uh, Pelvic Concussion says Kimberly should be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Uh, this broad is wearing a black shirt in the summer. No question. Says Roscoe. Well, get some gearhead merch, lady. We'll send it to you. Yeah. Oh, we'll sponsor your next video. 
<laughs> oh, I'd love to. I've I've done a couple ads on Instagram uh, this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Certainly, no listeners of this program have noticed because you can see the stats. <laughs> <laughs> I would love Getting a lot of views, not a lot of follows. Imagine, in response, <laughs> imagine if this lady was wearing a, a gearhead bucket hat. Oh, would that be great? <laughs> It'd be exactly how I'd picture that hat being used. (laughs) (laughs) Just cleaning up a sticky mess. (laughs) Just wiping the ice cream on their fingers on their new gearhead shirt. (laughs) This is also, by the way, how people probably imagine us eating ice cream, like just coming everywhere. Dude, a good ice cream cake is, is close. Friendly's peanut butter ice cream. I'm trying to think of something that beats it for me. My my mom peanut butter cup ice cream. I should it's say it's very good. My mom makes uh, um, this ice cream cake, and it's unbelievable. We get it like once every two years. It's not enough. Have I ever told you the story of uh, my friend's mother giving me at <laughs> least peanut butter cup ice cream? No, nope, but I like the story of my friend's mother giving me and the, the dramatic <laughs> pause. I was like, go on. I realize it sounds like a bizarre. <laughs> That's way weirder than if I said what you were expecting. <laughs> what did she pay you to go to friendlies with her? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, I'm, that, like I said, to me, friendlies peanut butter cup ice cream, the best there is. Um, if something beats it, I'm just not thinking of it, but it's right at the top. So my buddy, I was at my buddy Tom's house and, uh, we were getting ready to go out and, uh, he was getting something to eat or something. He was going through his freezer and uh, I noticed, I said, Ooh, my eyes were better back then. I said, Ooh, friendly's peanut butter cup ice cream. He said, I'd offer you some, only one bowl left. And he was about to say, I, I, it's hard for me to part with it. And I stopped him. I said, Tom, say no more. I respect Friendly's peanut butter cup ice cream enough that I would never take the last bowl from another Met. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> and so uh, he eats his meal, whatever. Tom goes to take a shower. I'm just hanging out with a, I'm hanging out by myself on the couch. And Tom's mom comes, pokes her head in. He's such a messy eater. He had to go immediately hop in the shower. We were getting ready to leave. We were going out. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's, he's in the shower. Tom's mom pokes her head in and she says, Mike, I heard you like that peanut butter ice cream. You want some? I said, no. I've seen so many videos start this way. (laughs) I said, no, Mrs. O, please, please. No, I'm okay. And then she walks away. She walks out of the room, comes back spoon in hand with an open container of the peanut butter ice cream. (laughs) And I said, no, 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 really, please. I cannot take it. And She (laughs) takes a scoop out. And just like shoves it into my face. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like laughing so hard that tears, (laughs) tears are falling into the container of ice cream. I'm just picturing this this woman going, open the plane. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, enjoy. Now she puts it in my hand. Like she got so close to me that I couldn't help but take it. And then she just goes, enjoy and walks away. And so I, I got rid of the evidence as fast as I could. I ate it and I threw it away as fast as I could. <laughs> my buddy Tom gets out of the shower. Yeah. And he goes he goes to get sh- get changed and he's talking to me. And uh I'm sitting in the living room still and he's talking to me just the way I'm talking to you very casually and then he walks into the kitchen and he's in the kitchen for a second still talking. He's carrying on the conversation and then silence. <laughs> 
and I don't hear anything. He just stopped mid-sentence. And then he walks back into the living room with an empty container <laughs> of Friendly's ice cream and says, do you want me do you want to tell me what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> I said, Tom, I can explain, please. <laughs> Do you think it was the trash and he threw it in the sink? <laughs> no, it was just right at the top of the trash. I didn't think to bury it. <laughs> Dude, you could have got laid that night, I think. I don't think so. She's a lovely woman. She was married at the time, I believe. So. That doesn't stop the people in the video. Actually, it's usually that way. That's true in the videos. That's usually a big part of it. That's actually the way. Oh, husband's gone on work again. Right. At least my yeah. son's friends. <laughs> my yeah. son's friends are here more than him. Yeah. And somehow my son isn't around either. This kid's never around. Mike his is friends are always here. Mike is explaining how his mom fetish started. <laughs> I get you might be right. Uh. Um Oh, so is there more to this video? It sure is. I forgot that's how we got there. <laughs> Kimberly eats as many as 40 ice cream bars every single day from morning until late into the night. I mean, she's not that big if There's that's the times case. I get out I think that's all, that's all she's eating. bars in the middle of the night every couple of hours. Wait a minute, 40? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. She is doing well for herself. 40, I was thinking like, oh, that's all she eats. 40 is a, that's got to be, let's say they're low calorie ice cream bars. Mm-hmm. That's still 4,000 calories. Minimum. My God, lady. And you're not getting any protein or anything. No. And I, I don't know about the exercise situation there, but Jesus Christ. It'd be great. I, I wonder if the next clip's going to be her walking around the block. I got to be able to eat these somehow. <laughs> How should I have diabetes? We'll find, maybe there's more to the video. We'll find it. When out. I eat these ice cream bars, it is like everything else goes away. Kimberly consumes hundreds of ice cream bars each month, up to a staggering 10,000 per year. I know that it's an addiction and wonder what's so wrong with me that I need so many ice cream bars a day. Oh, you've had that thought, lady? <laughs> I mean, maybe ask a therapist what's so wrong with you that that happens. I could probably uh, begin to think of a few You probably have why. a story like mine. <laughs> There's a few things I could think of, you know, like, what are you fucking doing? Uh, what does she, I want to know what she does for work. Can, as my, here's what my therapist would say. Can you think of an early memory where you've craved ice cream? I feel like it's got to start there and be pretty easy to weed out. Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, this lady's a gem. Maybe, maybe, maybe the first, yeah, I don't know. Is it <laughs> worth continuing or do we have the gist of it? That was it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So that I just wanted to bring that to you, people. I hope I brought a little joy at the end of this, uh, you know, very political show. I'm going to try to uh, look further into that lady and see if I can find that full story. Yeah, make sure. We, let's find everything we can on her. I have to. When, get we, all the information. I want to get her address, send her some merch. Get her on the show. <laughs> get her on the show. <laughs> we'll talk ice cream. She might be dead. Who knows? Very likely. Yeah. yeah. Although this video was just posted... Within the last couple of days, I think. I can't think someone could be going through archives. That's true. That's true. Mm. Um, so rest in peace to this lady. <laughs> and uh, Jim Cott's career. Yep. And um, all the children that died reading the books that Pizza Hut promoted. Video was uh, good. Mike's ice cream story was great. <laughs> oh, good. Who said that? Uh, pelvic concussion. Ah, thank you, pelvic concussion. I'm glad. You know, I always like to arouse you. That's a great name. <laughs> we have fun here, don't we, folks? Sure do. Uh, you know what? Let's talk turkey here. 
What do we think for the free episode this week? It's a tough call. Um, it is a tough call. Because I thought the Clay Travis stuff was pretty Yeah, fun. no, we have to go with that. That was fun. No, let me throw this at you. I was thinking what we do is put a clip at the beginning of the show. Hey, you guys want stuff like this? Patreon.com slash blind Mike. Clip a Clay Travis into this episode. Or. Am I crazy? Or. We got to start promoting this thing somehow, baby. Or what you can do is say that right now, and I'll put the, tra- the Clay Travis part in now. And this is the end of the show, though. Exactly. The bonus. You got you to gotta work for it. All right. We only want people to get to the end of the show. Right. All right, folks. So if you're listening to this. The first ever. We did, we've never done this. This is be the first ever spliced episode. <laughs> we did. And just a just like, you know, a, a few minutes. Nothing crazy. Oh, OK. But um, uh, we talked about uh, Clay Travis and his Little League experience on uh, the episode from the other day. So uh, you can get more stuff like that. Patreon.com slash blind Mike is where you get bonus episodes. And. There's always Craig's Patreon, very good. Uh, Patreon.com slash very good show. Yep, we did our first live show, and the comment section was brutal. <laughs> it was. Well, I'm hearing that you're, there's violence on this program now. Oh, I was I was going to take a piss, and Mike smashed me up against the wall, so I smacked him in the ear. This guy, these guys get rowdy. <laughs> I was just going to take a piss in the middle of the show, which I don't think I've ever done. These guys are shock jocks. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, go, uh, go find that as well. And, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Enjoy, uh, Clay Travis. Um, yeah. So Clay Travis, let's let hear a little bit of his gripe. He's at his kid's baseball game. Um, yeah, let's just go from the beginning, I guess. My 11 year old plays travel baseball. So we had a travel baseball. Hold tournament. on a second. Just as a, for any you know, I'm not the arbiter of what makes good radio or good podcasting or anything, but I think I've uh, observed it enough to know certain things that make for horrible radio or horrible, horrible podcasting. Ellie, you got to at least give me that much. And what I would submit to Clay Travis is there is never a story that should start. I really need to talk about this. My 11 year old plays travel baseball. Yeah. Uh, uh, Particularly when it's in that tone (laughs) Or on a national fucking sports show And so like what you're about to hear too Is like So I was trying to think Like I could easily see Kirk Making this funny like if he's coaching Harry's Little league team like going after the uh, Making fun of the ump in a funny way I could easily see Big Cat doing something Where like you know he protests the league Or something like that Doing the the, the dirt kick on the home home plate yeah, Yeah. Yeah where even if they're like Angry they're making it funny or something, you know? Yeah. This is pure anger. Like, he is seething at this umpire. Right. Um, And first of all, most umpires I get along with at this point pretty good in baseball. Huge percentage of them, not surprisingly, in the Nashville Hold area. On. E- Hold on. Hold on. We're never We're getting never through this. We're never going to get through this video. <laughs> most umpires? Yeah. You've met most umpires? Most umpires in the league. And don't you understand, Mike? They listen to his show. It's not... Po- he, he's, no, he didn't say the league. He said I met most umpires in the area. Oh, so he's yeah. just going around. He's going to high school games. He's going to, like, men's league games. He is just meeting umpires all the time. Hey, you guys like me? Hmm? You, you Clay Travis fan, yes or no? Nice to meet you. He leaves. <laughs> he's just tallying it. 
Of course, he has to leave. He's got a long day ahead of him traveling to baseball games. There's a lot of counties in this state. Holy umpires. Yeah. yeah. All right, continue. They're listened to or currently listened to my show. So if you're an umpire right now uh, and you're listening, odds are I'm going to get along with you fine. Okay? So well, you should say odds are here's what an umpire you are listening. <laughs> Because every umpire is listening to this fucking guy. Have if you, you called balls and strikes? You're listening to Clay Travis. Have you ever listened to this show? No, um, yeah, oh, Kirk was on it once when he was promoting like radio.com or something. And I think that's the only time I've listened. I've never listened. And then I've listened when he's been in the news for something. I'll see those clips, but that's about it. Mm. Um, but I just, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I like, ah, uh, fuck. What was I going to say? God damn it. Lost my train of thought. Have I ever listened to this show? Can't think of what I was going to say. Kirk was Let's on continue. it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Whoops. This scenario. Playing an early morning Sunday game. Supposed to start at 945. Play the first half inning. Umpire at the home plate disappears. Watch I've your never seen this there, happen before. Clay. He had to go to the bathroom. So he, he says start- disappears as if like he vanished. Like, like it was a magic trick. Like a puff of smoke blew. What? Where's where's the home plate umpire? The pitcher's arm's going to get sore because he's not being told that there's only two more. <laughs> the guy had to go take a dump. you never seen that in your life, Clay? Yeah, usually there's dugouts where he goes, uh, you know, and doesn't get pointed at. He's talking about it like he was watching the Zapruder fill. He's like, this is... It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. Where was he? My Little League, my little league field setup, there's three fields... And the porta potties were nowhere near home plate, so I can imagine this taking a few minutes if it's set up similar. This poor guy having to walk with his big vest on, his big fucking catcher's gear. And he goes, "Oh my god, that's Clay Travis!" And Clay Travis is like, "This guy took a dump. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go broadcast it to millions of people." All right, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get to Clay's issue here for like ten minutes. The first half inning. There's a 30-minute no game going on before this, by the way. Ten minutes in, he decides he has to go to the bathroom. I have no idea. Ah, you know one of those old 30-minute no game going ons. <laughs> Did he mean to say- now, yeah, now, as you folks may be used to, we had a period of 30 minutes where the game wasn't going on earlier. Just I'm not going to describe what that's about, but I'll tell you that this guy was taking a shit for 10 minutes. <laughs> Standing out on the field, everybody's waiting. He goes to the bathroom for 10 minutes. I've never seen that happen before, ever. Guy goes to the bathroom for 10 minutes. All right, you're going to the bathroom for 10 minutes. You're making everybody wait. Better come back and do a decent job. He gets back. Almost immediately, he stops the game because a kid has a little small gold necklace with a cross on it, and he's about to come up to bat, and he makes the kid take the cross necklace off and go hand it to his mom. So we're all standing standard. around and waiting on this guy who's cross. <laughs> oh, is That's that pretty what, like you can't wear jewelry? Is that it's, what he's alleging? It's because of the religion. It seemed like it. It's, you know, of course a guy like Clay Travis wants you to be like, what? That's it's in the name of God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he stopped the, he stopped the game. Cause he should disgrace our great Lord and savior. Cause he could have said just gold necklace. Right. Of course. Yeah. So he kind of he kind of wants to make you think that, but that's pretty standard. Like I don't think you're you can wear jewelry in a basement. I think it's a fucking health risk or a safety risk. Yeah, on the bathroom makes a kid take a gold cross off. 
Yep. All right. It's only a six inning game, by the way. Uh, so game is, I think it's three, two, uh, my 11 year old is up to bat Two zero count pitcher throws a ball. There are runners on second and third, two outs, basically a one run game. Pitch comes in. It's a ball catcher pops up, throws to third ball gets to third. No issue. The runner who's on third gets back, has no issue at all. He calls my son out for batter interference. All right. Whoa. So you- <laughs> Who could have guessed Clay's son was involved in the play? I never would have. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? I'm sure he'd be just as angry if uh, Jimmy was thrown out at third base. That'd be great. Yeah. My son plays travel, travel baseball. This was the game before his. <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. He's like, gang, I'm fired up about this. <laughs> Kids can't even was, wear compression sleeves anymore. Yeah. Thank God this guy's not an umpire in my town because I would have been livid. <laughs> my son was playing in this game. Ever been to a little league game? I've been games yeah. to evaluate the umpires. He's like, listen, if these guys are all going to be listening to me, I got to know what, what they're like. As you can see, as I talk with my pen, I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> so his kid gets thrown out of the. Boy, I really didn't expect him to be this fire because parents are generally pretty level headed about their kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, naturally. <laughs> Not like I've I've fantasized about like like a kid like one of my kids getting bullied and then I just go beat the shit out of their dad. Yeah, level, you won't level. be you won't be this dad at a sporting event. Will you be a yell at the umpire guy? No. I would only I would only only I would only get mad at other kids' dads if they were being shitty. <laughs> yeah, my dad my dad coached my brother in baseball mm-hmm. and I would watch like uh parents complain about their kids laugh. and he was in like kind of a competitive league yeah so like it would always be a kid who hasn't gotten a hit all year like his you know his parents would bitch about playing time and this and that it's like how selfish can you be to be like to be angry that your kid that sucks like have your kid practice more what can i tell you but it, i could the only way i could see that even making sense is if it was a blowout and they kept the starters in instead of just giving them a bone just like throw. Oh, them. sure, yeah, but in that situation, I think they always put it in the. The scrubs, thing is, though, if I had any, if I had anything like that, I would just talk to them on the side. I'm not a, I'm not a big theatrical guy. I would always start it with I hate to do this. Like when I when yeah. I send out like when I reach out to people to like come on the show or whatever, mm-hmm. and particularly if they're of a certain level of notoriety. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I know I know it's a big ask. <laughs> I, I know I'm the pain in the ass in this situation. Right. You know, like you got to preface it with, don't get like fucking angry. Like, hey, motherfucker. Why isn't my kid in the game? You have to know you're in the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so Clay, obviously pretty level-headed, watches this play unfold. His, kids get, his kid gets thrown out. Hundreds. I've been to a lot of college and major league baseball games. I've never seen this call. All right. My big theory in general, from an umpiring perspective, your goal should be, to take care of the game and not make yourself the central figure in the game, right? Call balls and strikes, call people out or not out at first base, second base, third base, whatever. Punch out, go home. the kids get back. The catcher pops up, makes the throw. There's zero issue. Ball gets to third base, not remotely close play, right? Kids back on third base. Umpire calls my son out. Like just being at a barbecue with Clay Travis. He's telling me this story and I'm just going... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure. Oh, that, I never heard of that either. That's crazy. You know what happened? This team 
that was on the field has practiced this because it's, you know, if he's a righty throwing a third, there's going to be interference. Interference, Right. So they probably coach them. Hey, do this once in a while. Cause you might get called. Right. But I, I like, this is a professional broadcaster interrupting his show to tell us but my kid got robbed. <laughs> I wish, I wish this was the Rush Limbaugh show. Rush Limbaugh show. Like the, oh, so do I. That would be Imagine. The- that's all I kept thinking when I was watching the video. Imagine if this was the day of the Uvalde shooting and he interrupted <laughs> his show with Buck Sexton to tell this story. <laughs> Dude, the, the amount of support he would get though from those people. Like, Clay, I just need to call in. That's bullshit. <laughs> that is. I'm, Clay, I'm glad you're not talking about all this gun nonsense. I'm glad you're sticking to the real issues because umpiring in my town has gone to crap as well. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any gosh darn sense. <laughs> Where we come from, we back the blue, but we're also against the other blue. That's the real, the real <laughs> problem is we're focusing all our attention on these kids getting murdered. No one's paying attention to the umpires who are just running willy nilly all over the goddamn place. <laughs> They're calling interference here. They're calling ball four there. They got no goddamn restrictions on. <laughs> That's where we should have heavier laws is the umpires. <laughs> I'm sick of this tie goes to the run of bullshit. <laughs> So, folks, I imagine if you want to hear the word that was being bleeped out by Clay Travis a lot, go listen to a very good show. <laughs> We're going to try not to. That's the, <laughs> that will be the... I should let it fly on Patreon. That's part of your charm. I'm sure the comments won't be great. <laughs> there are, they're already... Uh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Go, you know, support the show. You guys know how to do it. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, uh, all those places. Give us five stars and a thumbs up and all that. Happy horse shit. And uh, we appreciate all the support. Oh, we have merch too. Go buy merch. It's in our link tree. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?